0: Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray. And folks, we are broadcasting as we usually do from inside Renaissance Bank in Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank, that is not going to embarrass you by showing up on the headlines of Monday morning's paper. I think Renaissance Bank is your choice because they've got a rock-solid balance sheet. But here's the other thing. They're big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but they're small enough to deliver those services in a very personal way. I know this from my own work with them. So if that's what you're looking for, that magic combination in a bank – I think it exists at Renaissance. So go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and be in touch. I think you'll be glad you did. And guess what? A live person answers the phone. How about that? Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Karen Burschad. Karen is the, the small business advisor. Karen, welcome.
1: Thank you. Glad to be here.
0: Yeah, great to have you here. So let's talk about your work as a small business advisor. How are you serving folks out there?
1: Well, we have a wide variety of different services we provide. Among them is primary bookkeeping. We help them either get their books straightened out or we set up their books and train them how to use them. hmm We also take over handling all their bookkeeping needs if necessary.
0: Mm.
1: We also provide some advisory services, and we follow the guidelines of Profit First, which is a cash management system. It's not a bookkeeping system. It teaches our clients how to handle their money so they get paid first. Ah,
0: that's magic to the ears of a a lot of business owners out there. Um, but you're a certified profit first professional. So this is a, this is like a thing. It's, it's, it's not just a phrase. Um, it's, it's a whole system. So talk about what that's all about.
1: Well, we go through a wide variety of different classes and training and sometimes it takes a while to do it Uh, part of it's because we can work at our own pace and fit it in where we need to do that as we're working on our clients otherwise but the training is very specific to Mm -hmm. take us so that When we get our certification, we're able to recognize different things in our clients' businesses or a prospect's business. And we do this through some tools that we have that are accessible to a certified profit-first professional. Mm -hmm. And we do this to primarily do an assessment sometimes we do what's called a snapshot assessment to somebody that's not a client yet so that we can kind of open their eyes a little bit. Mm. And then once they become a client, we also sit down and have in-depth conversations with them to not only see where their money is or possibly isn't, Mm -hmm. and also find their pain point and see where we need to go to help them with their business and cash management.
0: Yeah, and that puts a whole new spin on bookkeeping, right? I mean, because a lot of people see bookkeeping as a necessary evil that the only reason it's done is for compliance purposes. In other words, that's a fancy way of saying to file your taxes, right? And and what you're really doing is flipping bookkeeping over, over, and showing a business owner the the advantages of using that work to forecast and to manage cash.
1: That's correct. What we do is, um, in talking with most entrepreneurial business owners, they go into business for a reason. They have a product or service that they want to be able to provide to their clients. Mm-hmm and lots of times, what happens is they pay everybody and take care of everybody else before they take care of themselves and it's typical mm-hmm. it's it's what happens in small business, right, and without understanding the cash management part, this is what they do,
0: yeah,
1: so. They didn't go into business and spend sleepless nights and have times where they struggle and really have situations that are hard. Mm -hmm. They didn't go into business for that. They went into business to either fill a void out there in the marketplace and also to be able to live a lifestyle that, makes them comfortable. Mm -hmm. And they can't do that if they're not paying themselves.
0: Right, right. So your work starts with what you call a profit assessment. And again, that's a system. So yeah, so let's talk about exactly in your world what a profit assessment is.
1: A profit assessment is where we go in we take a look at their financial statements hopefully they're current but we'll take a certain period that we know is you know solid and with doing that we pick out certain parts of the profit and loss statement or income statement and the balance sheet mm-hmm. and plug it into a system program like you say And it allows us to come up with percentages of what those areas are in taking up the money that comes in and the money that goes out Mm -hmm. and to be able to then provide them what we call a rollout report so that they can see it and they can then either go oh, my goodness, there's <laughs> yeah. there's all this money going out, <laughs> and I'm not getting paid. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, and usually that allows us, once they become a client, to go in and start digging around in their operating expenses and finding out, do they have duplications? Are they even using this particular service? Um or is there another service that does the same thing out there for less money? Mm-hmm. So we guide them and help them in those areas. That's usually our first area that we look at.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of low-hanging fruit there, I would imagine. Because um, I know from my own experience, uh, uh, you, you sign up for some annual subscription service, right? And... Uh, Things happen and you don't ever really use it or whatever. You're not you're not getting the certainly not getting the value out of it you originally expected.
1: That's correct. Yeah. Or you have somebody that is always looking for the next shiny app.
0: Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Right. And now they have twelve of them that do the same thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. That's pretty easy to go down that bunny trail. Um so So you you go through that assessment, then what happens?
1: Well, then we determine from them and the conversations that we've had hitting on their pain points and their areas that they need to be addressed and say, where can we cut things and move money over to pay you Mm -hmm. or to pay for some other um, piece that is important to them and their business or would create a value to them and their business um, that ultimately would create more revenue. Right. So there are choices that need to be made in order to be able to some, – sometimes it's a choice for them to be able to just bring us on board to be mm. able to eliminate some expenses, to be able to afford what we do.
0: Right, right. Um, well, this is where you're an investment. Yes. And so you've got to talk to clients in terms of that investment and that return on that investment, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, more on that shortly. We'll, we'll, get, <laughs> we'll get to that. Karen Burschett is with us, folks. She is... The small business advisor, she's president of her own firm of the same name. So, Karen, what what do you, what's the state of affairs? I mean, every client's different. I, I realize that. But, but for most small business clients that you work with, what, what's the state of affairs when you come in and you see their books?
1: Most of the time... What I'm finding is that they either don't have their books up to date. Mm-hmm. It's kind of, if they're doing it themselves, it's kind of like the last thing they really want to do. Right. Or maybe they've had a bookkeeper in there, but when they get reports, maybe the reports aren't giving them correct information. mm um, maybe it's a matter of us coming in and retraining a bookkeeper or getting a bookkeeper more up to a speed that the client needs. I would rarely, if ever, suggest they let their bookkeeper go. I would rather they have a bookkeeper than do it themselves. Mm. That's not what they went into business for, All right? Do
0: you do you find that um, business owners they maybe don't understand the value simply because they don't see what comes out the other end? I mean that it that it really is indeed more than compliance. It's 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 a useful tool in managing their business to higher revenues, higher profits.
1: Well, that's exactly where Profit First comes in, because that's where we gather our information from, their income statement, their balance sheet, a cash flow report. And this way, it allows us to see where the money goes, um, if they're sitting there and going – At the end of the month, my profit and loss income statement says I've got $30,000 profit, but I've only got $1,000 in the bank. (laughs) Where's the money? Right, right, right. (laughs) And part of that's because they they typically don't understand that those two reports go hand in hand. It's not one or the other. Mm -hmm. It's both. Right. And they need to look at one. And then go look at the other, because that $30,000, I will guarantee you, is over on the balance sheet. Mm. And it's being spent on mortgages or loans or other things that are liabilities for the company. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So... You 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 get in. You do an analysis. Um, you make some recommendations. What these recommendations take time to implement, though, right? Yes. So, how do you do, kind of walk a business owner through? I guess the priorities of it, because I would think the priorities are as important as the recommendations themselves. Sometimes.
1: Yes, they are, and <clears throat> the core of Profit First is to set up certain um, bank accounts and to be able to know exactly how to fund those bank accounts mm-hmm. when to fund them. And that's usually the hardest step, is to get somebody to set up bank accounts. They're, they're usually working with one or two bank accounts, currently when we come in and what we do is help them and guide them to set up the other accounts that they may need um there are certain ones that are critical and then there are others that we we discover that um oh, you want to be able to purchase this new piece of equipment that would really help your business a lot. Mm -hmm. Let's set up a separate savings account for that so that you're putting money aside and what your goal time to purchase that, we reach that and the money's there. Mm -hmm. And so it's those kind of things that we work towards. So we try to capture their thought process of not just moving the money around right now what he what they currently have but what are their future goals what do they want to do and working with also creating a place to accumulate for those goals and accomplish that right and that's what helps grow their business right right um
0: so let, let's talk about kind of how you work with a client. So you, the the client decides, I want to work with Karen. Um, is there an engagement agreement? I mean, how does that part of your practice work?
1: Yes, we have a contract. Okay. It's usually for a year, and um, we get them so that we set up right from the beginning a schedule of when we're going to meet the things we're going to go over on the first few meetings and the first few meetings might be weekly might be every other week and then gradually we go to maybe once a month but it's only when we reach a certain point in time that Certain things are accomplished before we go to once a month, but we usually start out with that weekly or or every other week, depending upon their schedules and uh, my schedule as to how we can work that or something that needs to be accomplished. And maybe they need two full weeks or three weeks in order to be able to do their homework, so to speak.
0: You mean I can't just turn over my stuff to you and let you work on it and I have to meet all these times? I mean, come on. (laughs) No. Do you get that question like all the time? Yeah. (laughs) I assumed that might be the case.
1: Yeah, we uh, we get that a lot. Uh, What do you mean I have to open up these accounts? And, um, you know, what's the purpose? Which is usually they get it once I go into certain things. Right. But the… Meeting so often is also um, a question, and it's because that's not my business. That's your business. Mm. And you need to learn how to control the cash management and how to control the accomplishments that you want to make. Mm. So it's not going to benefit you if somebody else is doing the heavy lifting.
0: Right. Right. Well, and it strikes me that, that makes perfect sense, but it strikes me that what you're also doing is changing people's habits. Yes. Yeah. And that's a big thing. And that takes some a lot of work on the front end. Mm-hmm. You can't just come come in, fly in, say, I'm going to change your habits and fly back out. We, that, yeah.
1: We don't talk about changing their habits. Mm-hmm. What we talk about is what are their natural habits? Mm-hmm like how many times a day, a week, do they check their bank accounts? Mm -hmm. Because very typically, they'll check the bank account to see how much money's there to see how much they can spend. Oh, come on. I'm shocked (laughs) to hear that. (laughs) And they forget to keep in mind the things that they owe. Mm and. That's when they get into a crisis situation because they spent money that theoretically was already
0: spent. Right, right. That that where the expense was floating out there incurred in some way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got it. Um, so, you, but I, I guess what I'm getting at in terms of changing habits is is um, you don't as you say you don't talk about it that way but you're really changing maybe perspective is the word um you're changing people's perspective on what they see when they open up that bank account What what they think about right right yeah it's yeah.
1: how they think about their money right and how they think about their goals mm-hmm. attached to that money
0: right right that makes perfect sense Uh, Karen Burchett is with us, folks. She is the small business advisor. She's a certified profit-first professional. So, Karen, how um, do you, these meetings that you have with clients, sounds like it's pretty intensive. Is this one-on-one? Is this you with a group of clients, or how does that work?
1: I work Mm one-on-one, typically, to be able to hone in on, their particular needs. And um, it it needs to be that way primarily because every business is different. They may be in the same industry. Um, I have clients in the real estate investment arena, and they're all real estate investors, but their individual businesses are different. Mm. And so... I need to work with them in the sense where I'm, I'm really working on their pain point. I'm working on their goals. I'm working on what they need. Mm-hmm. And that's where the value comes in to the individual client and business owner because it's targeted to them. Now, as far as group goes, there will be down the road, probably setting up in maybe another year or so group sessions where those current clients could join a group session and ask questions Mm, and share information.
0: Kind of like a mastermind. Yes. Yeah, got it. Okay, perfect. So, um, Karen, I would love it if you could uh, share a success story. Um, One of your clients that you've taken through, some pretty significant transformation because of the work you do
1: well i can think of one client that um he's thinking about selling his business and um i've been working with him pretty much i guess maybe about eight years now Mm -hmm. and uh he does his own books but i come in and reconcile and uh Maybe pick up the pieces so to speak with whatever he's worked worked on he brought that up to me at one point and said he had a time frame on it that he's looking at and I unfortunately felt like I had to get really kind of blunt with him because I'm looking at his reports and I said to him, you can't sell your business. Mm. And he said, why? I said, because anybody that comes in and takes a look at your reports is not going to be able to see where and how they can pay and support their personal lifestyle. Mm. You don't take any money out of the business, yeah, either through payroll or distribution. He didn't need to, so um, he didn't pursue doing that. So now we're putting things in place for him to have that piece in place and some other uh, areas that we're going to need to address. And um, I gave him the Prophet First book, and he's reading it cover to cover. Mm. Which That's, is great.
0: The, yeah, that is great. Wow. Such great work. So, yeah, and, you know, it, it's, um, I can see how that story is replicated over and over and over again, that um, people don't think of, they think of the top line of the business being the driver, of the value of the business, not how much cash they're taking out of it, which is really the return on the investment, right, ultimately? Yes. Yeah, it's that return on investment that that buyer is going to be interested in seeing.
1: Right. They want to see, you know, um, I'm going to buy this business. My personal overhead is XYZ dollars. Can this business support that? Mm -hmm. And then if I can grow the business for that new buyer to be, even have a better lifestyle.
0: Right. Yeah. So what are the typical clients that you work with in terms of industry, in terms of, um, of uh, size, what have you?
1: Okay. Industry wise, I do have three market niche areas. Um, My primary is real estate investors. Mm -hmm. Um, They have certain areas where they um, can get into the weeds, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And I've been working in that industry for the better part of 27 years. So I really have a good feel for where the investors kind of go astray um, a lot of them are really good. I work with an investor that um probably he's been around for um forty years or so mm. and work with him on his books so that you know he could get his taxes done and everything and um unfortunately, he passed away recently. Mm. Sorry to so, hear that. Yeah. The other areas I work with um are attorneys. Mm-hmm. Um general practice attorneys, employment law, but obviously closing attorneys are a nice area mm-hmm. because there's a crossover there. Yeah. And I also work with the trades. Oh.
0: Okay.
1: So the trades are those guys that help rehab the houses. Yeah. Or they're just working on individual houses that they work on to do repairs and remodeling.
0: Yeah, so like home services, kind of right. Contractors,
1: right? Mm-hmm. And I I happen to have one construction company building houses from the ground up. Okay, <laughs> so.
0: okay. Sounds like you've got quite a cross section of clients there. So that's that's good. Well, um, Karen, this has been great. I can't imagine there there aren't some folks that would wouldn't. Uh, having heard what you've had to say here, wouldn't want to be in touch. So let's give them directions on how to do that.
1: Well, my number is 770-356-1234. My website is smallbusinessadvisor.biz. And on that website, right up near the top, there's a link and they can go to that link and actually end up at my calendar and book for a 15-minute phone call. Mm, okay.
0: And that's a free call, I would imagine. That's a free call. Yeah, terrific, terrific. So uh, folks can test test drive you a little bit uh, before they right. uh, jump in for a long trip. So, right, and we, yeah. can,
1: we can get to know each other a little bit. And the email address is... The best one for this particular situation is info at smallbusinessadvisor.biz.
0: Terrific. Karen Bershad is with us, folks, uh, has been with us, and uh, she's the small business business advisor. Karen, this has been great. I'm delighted you could come in. We could shine the light on the great work you do. Thank you for that, and keep it up.
1: Thank you for having me.
0: Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick uh, thought for you. If you've got uh, dysfunction in more than just your uh, bookkeeping, if, you, if you've if you got dysfunction with uh, the administrative part of the work you do, you're doing way too much administrative work, maybe you're doing marketing that you shouldn't be doing, or maybe you're actual, actually planning those workshops or pre- preparing those presentations, and you really need to outsource that to someone who's got the talent and experience necessary to get it done and get it done on time. Well, Office Angels can do that for you. They have a whole team of angels who have the experience and necessary to handle the work that's essential to creating and maintaining a successful small business. You can go to officeangels.us to learn more or to just – do yourself a favor and give Essie a call. seven seven zero four four two nine two four six. 442 9246 SC Escobedo was the chief executive angel there at uh uh Office Angels. And uh she and her team do great work. So give her a call and uh check them out. I think you'll be glad you did. And uh just a couple of quick announcements as we walk out the door. One is a thank you. Um first I've got a book coming out this year. It's called the price and value journey, raising your confidence, your value and your prices using the generosity mindset method. This book will be out uh, later in 2023. And if you want more information about it, go to price value com. Also a big thank you to our listeners. You have just been fantastic in your support of this show. We just celebrated seven years of doing this show and we've, uh, done almost, uh, almost 700 episodes of this show. So we're just, we're very thankful for you and all your support. Please continue to do what you've always done. And that's share the show. If you found something in this show or others that make you think, Hey, I've got a colleague that needs to know about this professional or what have you, uh, please continue to to share the show. Uh, That's how you help us fulfill our mission to be the voice of business in North Fulton. And, uh, uh, Provide this platform for small business owners that don't have another place to tell their story. That's what we're all about here is celebrating that work. So for my guest, Karen Bershad, I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.